This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Don't use it to get something. Use it only to find peace and joy. And then everything else I want to say is a byproduct. Mm-hmm. The manifestations are not the main event. They are the byproduct yeah. of the joy, of the peace within. If you make them the main event, then you actually miss the main event. Mm. Because the main event is the joy and the peace within. Yes. Yeah. Everything else is the byproduct. Everything else is the byproduct. It's a beautiful byproduct too, by the way, when you live. It is. It is. Absolutely. It's a beautiful byproduct. It is. And it, you know what the, the benefit of the byproduct is that it tells you that you're doing it right. Absolutely. That's the benefit of the byproduct. So, uh, like many people, I also started on law of attraction to manifest things, but then I realized that was counterproductive to what I wanted because when you do it that way that's when you have attachment to the outcome mm-hmm. and attachment to the outcome is the biggest stumbling block in making it work because we don't even know what the outcome is by the way we have this like thought like it needs to be we like think. that yes. right we think oh it needs to be like that when yeah. in reality we're not in charge of any of this <laughs> if anybody if anybody just wants to know that you're not in charge of any of it Exactly, exactly. And it can be so much better than anything you have imagined. If you just give up control, you get control by giving up control. 100%. (laughs) And to 1000%. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Live Boldly podcast with Sarah Shelton Kranz. This is an inspiring podcast for those seeking proven ways of healing, growing and transcending their lives. I'm a legendary leader in healing, acclaimed author, keynote and TEDx speaker, a mom, an adventurer, and a believer in all things possible. My mission is to guide others to live their life boldly, regardless of circumstances. I believe we all have the power to overcome and lead joy-filled, happy lives. Recorded from the trail or in my office, every other week I share inspiring stories from everyday people because we all deserve to be heard. You will also hear from hand-picked professionals ready to guide you beside me. Are you ready? Let's do this. The image that just popped into my head was what we talked about down in the in the canyon about this image of Atlas, about how you know many of us see ourselves as holding up the world, right? Where you know we our job is to lift everyone else up and lift and you know be that point of strength, and you know we we're it if we. If it's not on us, the whole world's going to collapse, and it's so not true. And what I really learned, you know, here is one, you know, allow yourself to be vulnerable and allow yourself to be held. I mean, there was no greater space than in this sisterhood that we created, these, you know, nine strangers that came together and formed this incredible net. You know, I know if I fall, I'll fall into the net and I'll be held by my sisters. And, um, 
I no longer feel like I have to hold the world up by myself. So that's beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) I always got you back. Yeah, I know you do. Mm -hmm. Always. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Live Foley podcast. Where did this time go? Where did this year go? It is, I'm recording this at the end of 2021. Uh, It is releasing on January 5th, 2022. And all I can say is I'm sitting here looking back at the year and going, what the hell? (laughs) What an incredible experiential journey into self. There was so much learning, so much growth. Um, As we know, I celebrated a lot and also had heartbreak. Uh, as many of you have experienced as well, because I know a lot of you who listen to this podcast. I am so proud. I am most proud of this community that we have created. I am proud of all of you for stepping in, for leaning in, for trusting, believing, having faith like never before, and for building out this community like we have. Uh, You know, we rise together. And the more that we rise, the more that we welcome others into the space. And so I would really invite you, I would challenge you um, and ask you to please continue to grow this community beside me. If you could, uh, if you have not subscribed to my newsletter, go do that. SarahSchultonKranz.com is where you can subscribe. Invite your friends and your family members to do it as well. We have a lot of important, really magical, incredibly powerful things happening this year. And I would love for you to be a part of it. The other thing is if you could subscribe to this podcast, go in and rate and review. It is huge. Share it with your friends because the more I am really intentional, I'm building out this community this year because we need this more than ever before. We are taking this into the corporate setting, uh, looking at um, everything from speaking engagements to incentive retreats. We all know that people are leaving their careers now more than ever. Um, and uh, the real interesting thing about this is that the more that we bring this into our workspace, along with our home space, we can mirror both of them and create a better society, a healthier society as one, as a whole. Because as we know, we really truly want to get into a well-balanced lifestyle if this has taught us anything over the last couple of years. And so bringing this work into the community for everyone as a whole is super important. I am passionate about that. And so please be a part of it. The um, other thing, let's dive into retreats. We are now, our February retreat, um, Grand Canyon retreat has filled. We are now filling April, July, and over Thanksgiving of 2022. Uh, we also have July, uh, sorry, January of 2023. We are not filling that quite yet, but we will be. The um, Also, we are April, and by the way, April in, um, uh, is already filling for the Grand Canyon. So if you are interested, let's jump in stat. We are also filling our July uh, water healing retreat up in Alaska. We are same as last year. It was incredible. We are going to Whittier. We are going to take a little boat to a island and then kayak from place to place to place around, oh gosh, it is just the coolest thing ever, around um, the glaciers and jumping into the water, around the mountains. It's like truly magical in all ways. And so waterfalls, I mean, like, watching the salmon, you know, going up the stream. And I don't know what else to say, except that um, I welcome you to either one. Land healing is very different than water healing. Water is very fluid. It's more of a gentle healing process. Uh, When you go into the canyon, you are so grounded in a different kind of way with a spiritual space and the arms of the canyon surrounding you. It's like Mother Earth um, just saying, uh, you are held and you are safe and you are loved and you matter. 
So whichever one is calling to you, or perhaps both, reach out to me and let's talk. You can email me, sarah at sarahsheltoncrans.com or my director of operations, my lovely Joe, J-O at sarahsheltoncrans.com. We are also filling our online healing program right now at The Trail, a community for truth, inspiration, hope, and healing. This space has transformed lives. It is so freaking powerful. A space for uh, support, love, accountability. You are mirrors for one another. Um, And I really encourage all of my clients whom I love in this space to to step into being the teacher. And so that is the beautiful thing about um, how I operate with all of you and guide is that I want you to grow. And so this space provides um, this community uh, within the online healing program provides space for everyone to do that. We tackle a new um, topic every month. I bring in a guest speaker for one session and then I do a live training for a session and we have a group coaching session. So it's three and a half hours, over three and a half hours of coaching for less than the uh, cost of a one-on-one coaching session with me. So if you are interested in that, there is going to be a lot happening in this community this year. Reach out to me or Joe again, Sarah at SarahSheltonCrans.com or Joe, J-O at SarahSheltonCrans.com. And let's see if it's the right fit for you. My guest experts this year are kick ass, like they were for 2021 as well. In fact, most of the 2021 guests are going to be coming back um, and uh, and uh, providing a different sort of space as like a, I don't know, like an extra space for all of you as well. So there's going to be a lot of um, incredible just incredible magical experiences happening within this space. So let me know if you're interested and we would welcome you in, okay? Uh, what else is going on? I don't know, just so much stuff. I'm not even sure. Like My head come, is kind of spinning right now because I'm doing this right before the holidays as well and you all know how that is. So I would also like to uh, discuss or share something with you. As most of you know, I have been using HANA One for since the spring of 2021. Um, I use Hana One. It is a superfood. I take it every day. You may have seen me in my social media putting it into my coffee. Um, I also use it in hot water just to drink it during the day. Um, I also use it on tortillas when I'm on the trail. Those of you that are hikers or explorers, sometimes we put peanut butter on our tortillas because it's lightweight and it's easy for those backcountry trips. I took this on the High Sierra Trail and used it, ate it um, every single day in a tortilla, just squirted it right on in and it was amazing. And truly the reason why it is just so good is that it gives you the energy that you need. And we all know that healing is also something that um, happens from the inside out, also with how we feed our cells and the food that we put into our bodies. And that's why I freaking love this stuff. Um, As an athlete, as somebody who climbs, I'm 48, and we all need to be very aware and conscientious of how we feed ourselves. It is a daily superfood supplement made with 30 wild harvested herbs and a base of honey, ghee, and sesame oil. Um, It is also, you know, it's one of those things that like, I don't, it's got the highest quality ingredients grown in the natural environment. All of the herbs are harvested by hand and minimally processed so the plants retain their nutrients. They never use fillers, artificial preservatives, pesticides, or herbicides, only pure ingredients. And so if you're looking for a superfood to really um, take you to that next level, give you the energy and, and to help to heal your cells the way that it is intended, then definitely put down that Snickers and grab one of these, okay? Um, don't know what else to say. 
I use it every single day. The GoPacks freaking rock um, and the jars are in my cupboard ready to be used every day. My kids even use it, which is just like, you know, take a spoonful and eat it. It's awesome. And as you know, I have athletes. Two of them are, are really big athletes. And so eh, it, it's it's incredible stuff. You can right now get 20% off. Go to Life, H-A-N-A-H, life.com. And use the code Sarah20, S-A-R-A-2-0, um, for 20% off. Um, it's a personalized uh, code that you can um, use and give it to your friends and your family. It includes, it ex- ah, excludes <laughs> Cordy, Cordyceps and Vesher G. That's, those are the only two things that you do not get the 20% off with. But everything else you do, and I highly suggest that you go in and start using. So let's talk about our amazing podcast guest today. Zahara Mahoon is a master mindset and law of attraction coach and manifesting expert. She is the author of, get this, 12 books. I mean, I thought it was hard to author the one during COVID, though I do have a second in my heart right now. We shall talk about that later. Um, She's the author of 12 books on these subjects and the creator of the Unlimited 40-Day Law of Attraction Workout and the Unlimited 365 Manifesting Success Success Journey. After committing to completely transforming her self-worth in 2006, She went from being massively in debt to owning multiple properties and creating a thriving business as well as healing her relationships. You know, that is the beautiful thing about, you know, really using your trauma to create this passion and purpose for others. Um, It's just like in the giving back space. It's just, it's give and receive. It's just beautiful. Zahara's books, Zahara's books are based on a visual diagram. Why am I having problems tonight? diagrammatic approach to law of attraction. She breaks down complicated concepts into small bite-sized pieces linked to analogies that make them easy to remember and apply. Her courses and programs help individuals to identify the blockages that are keeping them from achieving success. She helps them to change their self-talk and develop new thinking habits that open up a world of new possibilities. Zahara, Zahara believes that all things are possible and that you can start from where you are and create a better future once you start understanding how to use basic law of attraction concepts. She is committed to making it easy for you to understand and apply the law of attraction. Now, this conversation was really good. So go grab your journals. I don't. I say that every time, don't I? Um, yeah, that, every one of these conversations are just amazing. So go grab your journal, grab your pen, If you can listen to this outside, good for you. That's even better. And uh, put your feet in your sand, lean up against a tree, and enjoy all of these wonderful words of wisdom from this extremely beautiful uh, woman. And definitely go into her links and um, dive into her books, purchase them, and uh, really dive into this beautiful work that she is bringing into this world because it is needed and um, you are worthy of listening to it and also manifesting your own best life. I love you. Go rate, review this podcast if you may. If you give it five five stars, I'd be super, super um, grateful. And like I said before, push everything out to your friends and family. Let's build this community. This is the year to make it happen. For those that are in, um, I just want to also add one other thing uh, while we're also diving into this. For those of you that are in corporate work, we are also diving into corporate speaking engagements now, as well as corporate incentive retreats. We know that um, 
This work is not simply uh, to be kept at home. It is to be used in business, in corporate, in um, a space that mirrors our balanced life that we are all, um, that are really at our fingertips. A balanced life is there for all of us and, and what it, it is, um, what it is uh, really be what's beautiful about what we have learned over the last couple of years is how we can create that. And uh, so we are taking this into corporate to really show everybody, to guide everybody in a way that they can create better, um, more successful, uh, more um, thriving businesses while also mirroring what we all want at home, which is also a very successful, thriving family life. So with that, if you are working in corporate or any business and you're interested in having us come in, we are here for you. Please just message Joe, um, J-O at sarahsholtoncranes.com, and we will direct you to the person who will help to make it happen. My love to each and every one of you as we continue on this journey of walking through this. Oh, Zara. Thank you for being on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's being on. It's my pleasure. So really happy to be here. Yeah. We had a little bit of a um, scheduling thing today. I was like, wait, huh? What? Huh? This is what <laughs> happens when I come out of the Canyon and, um, and uh, I'm, you know, processing and doing a lot of stuff. And then you're talking about technology, which by the way, I don't have when I'm in the Canyon. And so, <laughs> so <laughs> jumping right back into the created world of technology can be sometimes a little bit hard for me. So thank you for being here and thank you for your, um, for your flexibility and your patience. To My pleasure. I just took the time to take the dog out for a walk and I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I I'll love it. Back. All right. That's how I operate too, actually. Okay. Totally fine. We make it all work. Exactly. We're fluid. Right. We're fluid. Trust and surrender. That would those exactly. were our, those were our words during the yes. canyon. This last yes. trip was literally trust and surrender. And I want to dive into that with you because uh you, one of the things that you your jam space, like I like to call it your superpower. Um, is all about uh, manifestation and also um, attracting what it is that you want in this lifetime. And so, oh, I love this subject. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So let's uh, let's dive in a little bit about yourself. I always ask my um, uh, those that are on, um, tell us a little bit about you, uh, this work that you're doing, and then let's let's start giving to our listeners what it is that they need. How's that? Well, I think uh, that's a good idea. How long do you want me to talk? Because I can just, <laughs> this can go on for a bit. Just tell us, just give us like the, the uh, like I like to call it the 30,000 foot view. If I'm, yeah. if I'm standing on top of a mountain and I look down into this amazing valley below, which is your life, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's your amazing valley below. Mm -hmm. Speak into that. What does this look like? And how did you get to the summit of this 30,000 foot view? Um, I asked lots of questions. I made lots of mistakes. Mm. I messed up completely. I scraped every part of my body. Yeah. <laughs> and then I put myself back together again. Well, that, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and then I made more mistakes. Mm -hmm. But out of that came what I have now. Mm. And I can see that so clearly. So it was all my doing and it was my doing because I was asking a lot of questions. I wanted to understand. 
So I had experiences that helped me to understand. Going through those experiences was excruciatingly painful. But what I have now is just so beautiful. And I never planned this. So I never planned to be an author, never planned to be a speaker, never planned that I would leave the comfy paycheck of the corporate world and step into doing my own thing the way I am now. But it was calling me and it had a life of its own. And it went, it happened so slowly and so silently that I didn't notice it was happening. Oh, that's the best. <clears throat> I'm writing some stuff down. That is, that is, um, and to me, that's actually the gift of of us allowing ourselves to slow down and actually listen. Yes. We don't even know it's happening. I didn't know it was happening. I just, mm -hmm. it just happened so slowly and with perfect timing, things happened when I was ready for them. Wow. And so there was never in my uh, question in my mind, should I, or should I not? It was like, yes, of course. Hell yes. Mm. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when I was guiding on my Alaska retreat this summer, that was one of the things that we talked about was, is it a hell yes? And if it's a hell yes, <clears throat> excuse me, if it's a hell yes, where it's that, where it's just like um, uh, your sacral just, it's just like, oh yes, it speaks to it, right? Listen, 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 listen. This has been coming up so much in my podcast episodes and with my clients recently is um, listening and awareness. Mm -hmm, exactly. And, and, and also doing something with it. Well, that's the thing. With it. You know, one of the things that I find as I speak to people, and I'm sure as a teacher you found as well, is that you have this huge calling inside you and you say, hell yes. And then you say no. Mm. So, you know, it's like when when you have that hell yes, you've got to pump up the gas and just go full throttle on the accelerator. Yeah. But the problem is that people say, hell yes. And then they put the brake on. Oh my gosh. Right. And my then gosh. they go through life with the brake on. And that's where you feel like you're not happy because you've got your foot on the accelerator as well as the brake. Oh. Yes. You know, and you know, people who drive like that on the freeway, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can see their brake lights on, but they're going. But they're going. <laughs> and, like, and they're the ones that cause the accidents, by the way. What, right? <laughs> and and, you, and you're like, all right, will you just let go of the brake? Right. Can we just go? Can we just yeah. go? Because oh <laughs> this is misleading because you're obviously pumping the gas, but then why do you have your foot on the brake? Right? Okay. And you just said, this is misleading. It is misleading. And it, that's how we mislead the universe as well. And we mislead ourselves because part of the time we are saying yes. And part of the time we are saying no. And so the universe is okay. Which is it? Do you want some of it or do you want all of it? Like, should I give you any of this? Right. 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 Okay. I have so many downloads coming to me right now. But I just want to dive in. All right. So first of all, how did you get, I, okay, let's start here. How did you get this gift? Like, how did you, how did you, um, how did you, how did you tap into it? 
That's where I want to start. How did you tap into it? How did you get it? How did you receive it? How did you finally say your own hell yes and start doing this work? And then I want to, if we can, after that, start down this path of teaching others how to do this themselves. Is that okay? Sure. Oh my gosh. Cause I, <laughs> listen, you start and then I would like to follow up. Okay. It's going to be fun. Let's, let's always start. thank you. Cause it should be. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, nobody's asked me this question quite this way. So it's, it, that's why I think that's where the fun comes from. Mm. <laughs> I'll leave it to me. I ask a lot of questions <laughs> that people don't ask. <laughs> So I'm I'm going to say I think all children have it. Yes. But you know they get trained out of it. Thank you. And so I had it but I didn't realize I had it. I used it. I used it in different ways. I didn't use it the way I'm using it just now but I was using it. And I was using it thanks to my mother, because my mother always, when it was time to make a decision, she would always say, well, what does your gut feel say? Mm. You know, what, what's your voice inside you telling you to do? That's what you do. And she would always make her decisions that way. And she would point it out to us. I just followed my gut feel, she used to say, or I just had a knowing about this. And I just followed my knowing. So she didn't, she wasn't into all of this stuff, law of attraction or whatever, but she taught us to look for the answers within. We just observed what she was doing and then we did the same. Wow. So that's, that to me was, uh, that's how I started. Um, I was someone who was always asking questions about why things happen one way for one person and didn't have happen the same way for another person. For example, you know, as a kid, I would be like, okay, some people don't study at all and they pass and they get A's and some people study so much and then they fail. But this is the smartest person I know, but how did they fail? <laughs> you know, like I used to ask questions like that. Yeah. Um, and then um, I used to, so I was drummed, you know, that hard work thing, mm -hmm. lack of money, and you got to work hard for your money was drilled into me as well. And so this is where I used to be like, I don't want to work hard, but I want to get all this jam, you know, like I want it, but I don't want to work hard. And so one day I told myself, um, I'm going to read this stuff and I'm going to pay attention in class because I was always passing notes, right? I was the girl who never paid attention. <laughs> I was, I was sent out all the time. <laughs> and then one day I decided, okay, I hate working hard. So I think I'll just listen to the teacher in class and I want to read my textbook once. And I am going to know this stuff. I just told myself, that's how I'm going to do it from now on. I'm going to listen and I'm going to read once and I'm going to get it. And that's what I started doing. Wow. And so I started realizing that when I decide something, I can do it. So then my next decision was uh, I was very sickly. So I was always sick with something. If there was a bug out there, I was going to get it. And that had started when I was grade one. Um, so I was always sick. I was always missing a lot of school. And then one day I decided I hate missing school. I just hate being sick. It's not fun. I can't do anything. I can't go out. You know, like I, I 
it sucks to be sick. So I decided I wasn't going to be sick. That was it. I was not going to be sick anymore. And that is exactly what happened. All the stuff went away. All the allergies and the bugs went away. And so I started depending on my decision-making ability. And all through my life, I, I got confused many times because other people would tell me not to follow what the voice inside was saying, and they would be very forceful about it. And sometimes I would give in to that and not follow the voice inside. And then I always beat myself up. Why didn't I follow my the voice inside? The biggest time, the, the time that the voice in my head screamed at me was when I was getting married and the voice inside said, don't do this. You know, right at the altar, don't yeah. do this. You're going to regret this big time. Don't, don't go. Like, just don't go. And I was like, yes, but everybody's watching. (laughs) There's like a hundred people here. Oh my gosh. I can't not go. (laughs) My parents are here. Everyone's here. I can't do this. And so I went. And of course I regretted it. I shouldn't have. And so I just, from doing things wrong, I realized that I should listen to the voice that is always talking to me that knows what the best answer is, what I should do. And then when I stepped into this work, I realized that I had, since I made that decision about only studying once and then writing the exam, that I was actually um, tapping in. I was actually uh, flowing the answers. I, I honestly, I was flowing. You weren't blocking the them. You weren't blocking them. You were actually allowing. I, to I was allowing, I was tapping I so in to chat about, I was tapping shit. in and the answers were coming. So when I was doing my MBA exams and we were doing case studies, yep. I had not read those cases before, but when I wrote my exam, the, the remark that I got back from my instructor was this is so well structured. I've never seen an exam response structured this well. Wow. And I was like, I wasn't even thinking when I was writing. I was just writing. It was automatic writing. It's what right. people call automatic writing. That's what I was doing. I wasn't thinking. I was just writing. And it was like a download that was coming into me. I couldn't, I was writing so fast. My handwriting was horrible. I couldn't write fast enough for how the thoughts were coming. So later on, when I look upon it, I can see that I was using the gift of, you know, working with energy. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't aware that I was doing it. It's the flow. It's the flow. It's the flow. Okay. Can we, can we like um, put a pin in that for a second, please? Sure. Okay. So here's where it's really interesting. What you're talking about is that when you were talking about children have this, mm-hmm. I a thousand percent agree with you. I mm-hmm. think that I think that all children have this. I mm-hmm. think we're actually born with this innate yeah. ability to yeah. connect in a way that we actually shut off. Yes. The, as we grow because of society, because of the relationships, because we're yes. keep yourself yes. safe. Don't trust. Yes. You know, people are mean. They kids. It's just something that we're taught. Right. Yes. Um, when I wrote my book, Gosh, this is so fascinating. When I wrote my book, um, I, I, first of all, no, nobody in my family writes. 
my mother was like, where did you, how did you become a writer? And I believe that the writing, when I'm writing, it's, it's the flow as well. Exactly. Right. And also, um, I was an art teacher. I studied art teaching. I started yes, and art is exactly like that. Exact, yeah. exact same way. Here's the thing, though, that is interesting. And I this is where I'm going to link the two, which I've done before, but not on a podcast or shared in this way, is that, you know, having lived through traumas. So standing up there and saying, I'm going to, I don't want to get married. I feel it in my, in my gut. Mm-hmm. And yet I'm going against my gut. And I'm still, you, I'm assuming you got married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is also a self-inflicted trauma in a way. Yes, it is. You are not, you are literally betraying yourself. You're betraying your intuition. Yes. So I've done that many, many times in my life as well. Who hasn't? And so when I was writing my book, I remember during, and it was during the pandemic and I, I kept getting this download of start with the child, start with the child, Sarah, start with the child. Because in trauma recovery and in any recovery in life transitions, transformations, life-changing situations, I believe that when we go back to the beginning, when we go back to that child within us and start listening and allow ourselves to be guided by that, because by the way, they're really smart little humans in us, Mm -hmm. right? That also have lived through a lot with you and they know how to listen. They truly, we, we as society talk about how kids don't listen they oh actually, no, kids they actually listen. listen. That's right. They are listening all the time. It's just the grown-ups around them feel that the kids are oblivious, but they're not. They're listening exactly. to everything and they're learning. Yes. 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 And so when we can tap into that part of us, I believe that we have a really good um uh direction, North Star, and how to also heal our traumas because. They're not afraid to make mistakes. They're not afraid to fail. They're not afraid to try new things. Um, they're open to receiving all the different tools that are available exactly. to them. Exactly. So accidentally, I never <sighs> forgot. That's, but it wasn't like I wasn't, I didn't know it, but yeah. I was using the gift all the time. And as with everything that you use, it becomes stronger. Mm-hmm. It's like a muscle. Right, it becomes stronger and stronger. When and you stronger. don't deny it, when yes, you exactly, don't deny exactly. it, exactly. Embrace. So that. I entered this phase <laughs> with with that marriage that happened. I entered this phase where I did start denying the gift, right? But then I went back to it, and I so clearly remember uh, um, because it's this calling. It has this pull inside you. You can't help it. And I remember when I started paying attention to it, an event happened that caused me to start paying attention again. I was walking uh, in, you might say, the bazaar um, in Karachi with my daughter. And it was her birthday was coming up. And I saw this dress in the window. And I started haggling with the shopkeeper. And we couldn't arrive at a price. If I paid what he wanted for the the this dress, I wouldn't have anything for the rest of the week. You know, like I, he would wipe me out for the rest of the week. So my logic said, no. My heart, the voice inside me said, no, you should really get this. But I walked away. I listened to the logic. 
I walked away. I said, no, I, I won't have any money for the rest of the week. So I'm going to walk away. And then I kept thinking, no, that's the perfect dress. That's the perfect dress. That's the perfect dress. And then uh, same dress showed up in another window down the street. And I asked the price and it was like one third more than what that guy was willing to give me the dress for. So I said, okay, that's, I'm going to listen to the voice inside. The voice inside knows what it's doing. I went back and I got the dress. And that day I decided I have my proof now when the voice says you should get this, you should get this, you should listen, Zara, stop, stop doing that. You know, you've, you've done this before. You've said no to the voice. Nothing good ever comes out of saying no to the voice. Next time, just listen to the voice. It knows more than what you know. Oh, it knows more than what you know. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I just started going with the voice. And the funny thing is, um, I was uh, in a job with that required me to do research. And part of the research was um, having to do estimates and things about going into a shop, for example, and looking at how much shelf space. So I, I, I was working for um, a franchise company and our research was how much shelf space does our competitor have as opposed to what we have. And now we didn't have the tools. I was in Karachi. I didn't have the tools. Neither did I have the training. I was not a statistician. I was not a market researcher. I was, I had actually done my MBA in finance and Long story short, I was working for a consumer. I was working for this company that thought that because I have an MBA, I should be able to do everything. Uh. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, I was beating the pavement, doing the research on our competition, and I made a report about all the different brands and how much shelf space they had. And it was based on my going in there and just saying, yeah this much, this much, this much, and then doing a whole study on it. And then I, I handed that. So we had, uh, we had someone. um, So I was working for the franchisee, the franchisor sent a rep to come and talk to the franchisee. I own for the French, I work for the franchise owner. So this person who came from corporate actually brought a study with them that they had done that they had not shared before with their franchisee. So I was in that meeting. So uh, the fr- my employer said, yes, Zara's done some local research. And the guy from corporate said, yes, we've also done some research. Let's compare. And when they compared, my research was spot on. Oh my gosh. It was like spot on. Like I had all the competition nailed down. And it was just by going into each store and say, and saying, Hmm, close my eyes and say, Hmm, how much you just knew. I just knew. Okay. You just downloaded to you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you see, I was always using the gift. I just didn't know that that was what I was doing. I had no idea this was energy. I didn't know the bigger picture. I didn't know how it worked. And then once my eyes were open, once I discovered, oh, this is what I'm doing. My intuition is bigger than what I thought. I I used to just say, yeah, that's my sixth sense. You know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got feel, you know, no big deal. No big deal. Just my gut feel. Yeah. 
Well, okay. So can I ask you, what is the difference between your sixth sense and that? What do you, how do you, it isn't, there is no difference. Right. There is no difference. But when my mother used to say, yeah, that's just your sixth sense. To me, it was just like, yeah, you know, it's just your sixth sense. It's no big deal. Right. Like, how do you use it? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know what, what the ramifications were that I could actually run my life based on it. I didn't know that. Right. That's the difference. That was the difference. I just brought it to play every time I had a decision to make. So when you have a decision to make, you use your sixth sense. That's what my training was, right? When you are doing something that you just use your sixth sense. But I didn't really understand that there's so much more that you can do with this thing that you call your sixth sense. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Um, You know, me looking back now and, uh, and, and thinking about my life and how many times that literally I had the biggest downloads, if it was, mm-hmm. you know, listening to, um, you know, ask literally like asking the universe, all right, I need to know this. Could you please give me a sign on this? Yes. Right. All the way back. And I never talked about it. I never talked about it. I was exactly, you know, my, in fact, I'll be honest with you, Zara. I just like yesterday or two days ago, had a conversation with somebody about, um, me finally going public and talking even more about the downloads and the messages and the things that I get, because I started getting them at age seven. Exactly. I remember at age seven yes. when I started getting That's them right. and, uh, dismissing them and thinking I was yes. crazy, like That's literally right. thinking I was freaking crazy. Yes. And, um, and then having conversations as a child, this is also why I want to bring this up is because, you know, as a child, I would go and have conversations with adults about it and be like, you know, this just happened. And I would preface it with like, that was crazy. And then them being like, well, did that really happen? And questioning Wait, exactly instead of, instead yeah. of supporting and saying, wow, yeah, you know, that's, that kind of stuff happens. And, 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 you know, you're not crazy. Exactly. So not only not, not only not saying that I was crazy, but then also saying that it was crazy that it happened. I totally get it because I've had similar experiences. I used to see energy. So I would see other entities in the room. And if I told my parents that there were other beings in the room, they would be like, there's no one here. Look at right. there's no one here. Right. 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 <laughs> Right. So then what the result was that I became, I started filtering what I was sharing and what I wasn't sharing. Yeah. And I just stopped sharing. Yeah. Well, I stopped listening. <laughs> it's not that I stopped listening per se. I think that what happened was that um, because I was trained to listen to others, yes. right? And this Viola. is not the fault of my parents, by the no, way. My no. parents, I have an amazing, amazing, amazing family and people yes, don't know that. Yes. Um, I think it was just, yes, I think it was through the education system, through all of the things all of it. I was taught, make sure that you're asking them first before you ask yourself. Oh, absolutely. I was born in the same kind of, you know, brought up in the same kind of atmosphere. The result of that, Sarah, was that to me, Sixth Sense was in a box that was separate from the God box. Yes. Yes. 
Thank you for pointing that out when actually it's not, it's in the same. And actually it's not. That, that is what changed for me when I started. Holy shit. Thank you. Yes. Oh my gosh. A lot of kids have the gift, but they're never taught that this is the same as your, this is your faith. This is God who is talking to you, you know? So, so we never put it in the God box. So we keep it separate. They're like separate things. For me, what happened when I started calling it law of attraction is that the boxes melted into each other. Right. It became one big sandbox instead of two. Yes. Ah, yes. Right. And that's when my life changed. That's when I started understanding what that, you know, what religion truly is, is my own power. Yes. Right. Yes. And that these the 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 voice that I have in my head is not someone else's voice. It's my inner voice that comes to me from a greater knowing that we now call source and universe. But it's the same thing that my mother called God. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yes. So so when that melt happened, when everything got thrown together in one pot, that's when my life changed because now I didn't have things in separate compartments. It all made sense because it fit together. Whereas previously I was taught my growing up, my upbringing was religion is something separate. And then your, your sixth sense is, is not part of your religion. You know, it's not part of who God is. It's separate. Right. Right, right. Right. So I think that we all have it. We just have to let it melt. We have to melt the boundaries. Yeah. Because it's all part of us. Yeah. I remember, and I talk about this, I've talked about this a couple of times, um, not too often. I don't think I wrote about it in my book. I'm not sure. Gosh, you think I would know that since I wrote my book. Um, no, I, understand. I understand because if you flow your book, you don't remember everything. I don't, listen, I open my book some days. I'm like, damn, that's good. Exactly. <laughs> I do that same shit. thing. I wrote and that's that? because we didn't write from the head. You see, yeah. it was it was, when you write in the flow, you don't know what you're writing. It's exactly. You don't know all of it. No. And I, I literally look back at some of my posts and stuff and I'm like, oh, wow, girl, she can write. Well, she's the best. And so, exactly. uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I was, um, I remember when I was uh, pregnant and I was 17 and, um, sitting in the front right pew of my church and, um, feeling very lost, shamed, confused. Um, and yet, standing in this innate power that I, that I felt that I knew I had. Um, and I remember a presence, uh, I believe it was actually God's arms around me from the back, from behind, yeah. um, hugging me and saying it's in what I heard from him was it's going to be okay. Yeah. Just keep taking your steps. It's going to be okay. Yeah. There's a, yeah. a much bigger purpose here yeah. um, and you're all right. And, and we got you where you're fully supported and loved. And, um, and, you know, I never talked about that because I was even afraid, even though mm-hmm. I'm in church, mm-hmm. I know born and raised Catholic yep. in church. Yeah. I rem- and, and you know, what's wild is we never sat in that pew. My family had, if anybody knows, <laughs> when you go to church, you kind of have your designated spots. Yes. I, well, when, when, where yeah. I went to church, it was like, oh, the Schultings sit here. We don't yes, take that right. spot because that's, right. that's where they sit. Um, and we, 
we shifted spots that day. And I don't know why, but I remember actually walking up. We always followed my father and, uh, and he went to the right and I was like, Oh, we're not sitting in the same spot as normal. Okay. And so having that download, but then also feeling like I can't talk about it. Right. Because it's like some crazy thing. Um, And I didn't talk about it until much, much later on. A lot of the stuff I'm finally starting to actually talk about because, well, because, um, because I can. <laughs> and so can everybody else. Exactly. Things and I think the more that we talk about it, the more the power we give to it, which is exactly. what we want. Exactly. That's so. right. Yeah. The world is changing. We are more allowing now, right? People yeah. understand when now, when you talk to someone, it, it's not woo woo. It's like people understand, they get it. They get it. They fully get it because they're yeah. experiencing it too. Yeah. So, okay. Wow. So you now are embracing this gift, this incredible gift that you have. Um, How has it altered and changed your life? And then can we also start talking about, I would love to talk about how people can bring this into their life. How it's changed my life is that I am at so much peace. I knew you were going to say that. Thank you. Uh, I just... I'm so much at peace. Of course, there are things that, you know, I think about and, and for a few minutes, I will worry about something, but then the peace takes over and it's always like, it's, you know, whatever it is, I don't need to worry about it because I'm looked after, I'm taken care of. The universe truly has my back and I have had so much stuff happen where I have proof about how the universe works. how the universe does its work. And so that is just, that's just such a gift, Sarah. It is just such a gift. Yeah. That peace within is beautiful. So my life has changed in the sense that I am so calm about everything. I have a knowing. Um, I do things that feel good to me. I don't feel pressured anymore but i think that what happens is once you once you reach this level of knowing yourself that when you talk to someone and you don't wish to participate in something it comes from a place of love and not pushing back against them so what has happened as a result is that all my relationships are so amazing like my really because i i now know that nothing is about the other person everything is really about me mm. so i never make it about them and and so my relationships have improved as a result yeah right yes i i feel comfortable talking to all my family members and coming with from a place of love and um, being able to have my boundaries but still express love to other people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so no one can really make me do anything that I don't really want to do (laughs) hold on let me write that one down (laughs) (laughs) that's actually um uh that's Nobody can make me do anything that I don't want to do. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. But the 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 thing that has changed is in the past when I was a kid, nobody could make me do anything that I didn't want to do. I was called stubborn. 
and unruly and uncontrollable right right i i still behave the same way but because my vibe has changed now people don't see me that way now they see me as wise and caring and loving mhm mhm and that- having a good reason for saying no see isn't that fascinating and that's because how i present myself has changed right 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 so your vibe has changed yes your vibration for those that don't know we're talking about your vibration like your that's energy right. vibration yeah. so how shifting. people perceive me has changed yeah even yeah. though i'm still exhibiting the same behavior but because my vibration is different their perception of my behavior has changed yes yes cuz you show up differently for yes. yourself first which that's then right. shows up differently for others yeah yes beautiful wow So how do people start using this in their life? Like t- talk to me about the law of attraction and how you how do you bring this in? How do you use this? The very first step is awareness. Yeah. Because if you're not aware that something needs to change then you, you know what are you going to do about it? It's like there's nothing to be done. So the first thing is awareness. The second thing is accept- acceptance that law of attraction applies to everything and it is consistent in the way it works mm. because there the universe does not play favorites nothing is subjective there's no subjective yeah sure let's give this one a million dollars and hold it back from that one the universe doesn't do that it is there's a system and you can depend that the system will work provided you use it properly so that second step is acceptance beautiful the, the third step is learning the tools and learning the tools i don't mean learn how to visualize or learn how to affirm learning the tools means learning how to manage your vibration Okay, speak into that. So, the reason we use visualization and affirmations and vision boards and all of that is because we are trying to manipulate the real objective is to manipulate your vibration. Yep. Right? Yep. So in order to manipulate your vibration, you first have to understand how vibration works. What are the laws that govern vibration? Once you understand that, now when you use the tool the tool works what goes wrong for a lot of people and the reason affirmations and visualization vision boards don't work for a lot of people is because they don't understand the underlying principles so the results that they get are haphazard sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work right right so they don't really understand they haven't read the manual and they're using the tool right so you can't really be skilled at using the tool if you don't really know how the tool works right right or believe in the tool or believe in the tool you know yes you that's know? right yeah you got to believe in the tool that's right you're worthy of the tool so that belief comes in the acceptance stage you know like i believe that law of attraction works so mm-hmm. awareness then you accept acceptance comes with the belief that it works i'm not using it step 3 i need to know how to use it so you learn the tools 
And then it's application. You've got to apply those tools. You've got to become proficient at them. So you don't paint a Picasso the first day you pick up a paintbrush, Mm. right? Right. I mean, children go through so many levels before they uh, become lifeguards in swimming, right? Right. Um, uh, When you're learning karate, going from your white belt to your black belt, there are so many levels. And in every level, you don't stop doing the thing that you learned the day first day. Yes. You're still doing those positions and you're still doing those things that you learned when you were a white belt all the way up to. So the thing is, it's practice. It's But it's also practicing the correct way because you can practice the wrong way and then you, you, you will have a lot of practice, but you won't be getting the results. Right, right, right. Right. So that's why step three, learning the tools is so important. Got got to learn it the right way so that when you start practicing it, you're actually strengthening something that will pay off for you. So what are some of the tools that people can use? The tools are the same. It is visualization and affirmation and gratitude and all of that. But there's an underlying understanding of how those tools work, which is what most people are missing. Right, right. So what could you speak into that just a little bit? I mean, listen, we we used this greatly heading down into the canyon last week. <laughs> so I wanted, that's why I want to so I'm gonna tap into this. And, this. and then I'm gonna share the story of it. Okay. Uh, but I think that this is actually where a lot of people get tripped up. Mm-hmm. Right. They're like, <clears throat> they're like, well. Um, in relationships, I'm just going to say, because that seems to be coming up an awful lot lately. Uh, um, I want to bring this into my life, blah, 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 blah. They think they're doing the tools. They think they're doing all the things. And they're like, it's just not working. I don't know why. Well, I- exactly. So I wrote a book called Manifesting Mistakes. In that book uh-huh. are 16, 16 mistakes that I've made using the law of attraction. <laughs> and- so go, let's go read the book, people. <laughs> But I'll tell you why things don't work, because the objective is wrong. See, uh, the under one of the underlying principles, so there are 16 principles that hold up the law of attraction. One of the principles is attachment to the outcome. If you have attachment to the outcome. Yes, thank you. Keep going. Then, this is a huge one, everybody. So this is a huge one. It. Yeah. This is a huge so, one. This is what prevents... I think 80% of the people who do law of attraction work do not get what they want because they're attached to the outcome. Yep. So they set up the wrong outcome. Instead of saying, I'm I'm going to use law of attraction because it's a way of life. This is how I'm going to start living my life. This is how it's going to apply to everything that I do. Not just that one thing that I want to manifest. Because what you don't understand is that the connections in the non-physical world are different from the connections in the physical world. In the physical world, if I drop this bottle, this bottle will fall. In the non-physical world, if I drop something, everything falls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they're all interconnected and they're all connected to your vibration. So if your vibration falls, everything that is attached to your vibration falls. So people don't understand, well, I, uh, I was angry with this person, but then I got into an accident. How are the two connected? Well, they are. 
They are because both are connected to your vibe, your vibration. Yes. Right? So once you start understanding the non-physical connections, how energy connects to the physical realm, now you have an understanding of what to do with your visualization, with your affirmations, with all these tools that we have. So let me give you an example. Affirmations. So let's take the example of affirmations. It's my next book is about affirmations. Um, it's called I Care But Not That Much. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I care, but not that much. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's That's freaking br- that like the title alone is a bestseller. <laughs> That's an affirmation that I teach people. I care, but not that much. But you see, here's the thing. Affirmations are supposed to be a set of core beliefs that we can compare with. Freaking brilliant. <laughs> so when I say I care, but not that much. It's a rule. It's it's a belief that I now want to accept into my life. I care, but not that much. So when a friend says, come in and spend the day, hang out, but I know I've got work to do. Well, friend, I care about you, but not that much. <laughs> Brilliant. Right? It becomes a mechanism for making decisions. Right. People don't use them like that. You see, people use, people say, oh, I'm going to repeat this affirmation 100 times. I'm going to write it 33 times for 30 days. And then something wonderful is going to happen. But no, that's not what the affirmation is for. The affirmation is supposed to be a way for you to make a decision. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a a decision-making mechanism. Yes. so when, when you're saying, oh, oh, this is tough, then the affirmation that relates to that situation is oh things are always God. working out for me. Okay. Okay. So people are misusing affirmations. They're not using them the way they are supposed to be used. So they're not getting the results they're supposed to get. And when they do get results, they don't know why they got the results because they get them sometimes and not other times. That's because they're missing so much information about how the tool really works. Like seriously. Um, So I'm going to, I'm going to bring this in full circle in, in one instance. Do you mind? Can we, okay. So let's pin this for just a second. Um, So when I was on the John Muir trail, um, one of the things that my affirm is I have affirmations. I have intentions before I go on to my, my yes. personal trips. Well, we have intentions when I'm guiding in the Canyon. I always talk about Absolutely. intentions and surrender yes. to the intention because yes. intentions yes. going to change. It's yes. just like manifestation. Yes. Surrender to it. Yes. You're not attached to the outcome. Yep. Um, and one of my intention or one of my affirmations when I was on the John Muir trail was I am worthy of big love. And I was saying this, right? Like that would be my affirmation as I was climbing up, you know, peaks that were kicking my ass, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was also my, um, my, my um, ability then to align with, with, you know, you know, nature, universe, God, my heart, soul, body, mind, spirit, whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. And that's what would get me up the mountains. Mm -hmm. Still does always. And, um, 
here's where this is fascinating is that, and I want to bring this in with people who have lived uh, through difficult experiences in life. Sometimes when we've lived through the difficult experiences in life, we don't feel that we are fully worthy of what we also desire. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so our mind plays tricks on us, gets in the way of our heart, which when we're doing the affirmations, the affirmations is also our opportunity to change and shift the stories, the repeated patterns, uh, that those, that cycle that we have, that we have in and say, no, really I am worthy of the big love and being able to say then when that big love comes in, I'm just using this as an example, it comes into our life, pushing it away because our brain is saying, I'm scared of this. I'm not worthy of this. I don't, I, my biggest desire is not something that I actually Mm -hmm. can bring into my, into my world, into this Mm -hmm. space. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to state that because mm-hmm. that's actually where I see a lot of people mistaking their affirmations and not truly, they say it, they don't right? believe it, but they yeah. don't believe it. And yeah. the belief comes from here and it yeah. has to start from here. That's why I always say healing starts from the heart first, the brain Absolutely. is not about the brain. And so yeah. unfortunately yeah. that's not always what is thought in the therapy world, Um and that's how I operate. Oh, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm going to add a, a little thing, Please a do. little nugget to what you just... Nug away. Nugget away. <laughs> nugget away. Nugget away. <laughs> so, so when I'm teaching affirmations, I, I exactly based on what you said, people say the words, but they don't believe them. Yes. So what I do is I've created four stages of saying affirmations. because. On day one, you're not ready for the final affirmation. Right. For, for a lot of people saying the words, and I remember the first time I went to a retreat and I was asked to say in a loud voice, I love myself. I felt so uncomfortable. I was not ready for it. Okay. I didn't want to say it. I felt so embarrassed. I wanted to go hide under a rock. And then I thought about why am I feeling so uncomfortable? And I realized that it's just because I don't believe it. That's why I'm so uncomfortable. So then I devised a mechanism for doing affirmations. Because you see, the thing is, if you feel discomfort when you offer an affirmation, the voice inside you is saying you're not ready for this. Mm. So you so you break it into four stages. and. After the four, uh, the fourth stage is the final stage. So for that example that I just gave you, I love myself. That's my fourth stage affirmation. My first stage affirmation is I am ready to love myself. I'm ready to learn how to love myself. Mm. Break it down. Break it down. And then say, I am on my way to learning how to love myself. And then you see, so when you do it in stages, now you're not lying. Your mind does not reject it because your mind doesn't see it as a lie. And then once you're comfortable with the first stage affirmation and the second stage affirmation and the third stage affirmation, now you're ready for saying it the the, the final way. What would the third stage affirmation be? So uh, the four stages, hang on, I have my little paper here. This is Somewhere? so good. This is so good. This is so uh, good. Uh, but if you don't, that's okay. 
not find it just now. I just turned everything over. But okay, so the first step is accepting. Uh oh, I just, the sound went bad, really. Oh, hang on. I think it might be because my microphone fell. Oh, yeah, we need the microphone. That's all right. The last podcast episode that I recorded, the phones went off and somebody dropped off a, a something at their door. So, <laughs> okay. So, welcome to real life, everybody. <laughs> so, the first stage of the affirmation is to accept that you want to change. Yep. So, I accept I'm open to learning. I'm open to learning how to love myself. Yeah. The second stage is to say, I'm, I'm, learning the tools that will help me to love myself. The third stage is to say, I'm on my way there. I'll get there. I'm on my way to, to loving myself. And then the final stage is I love myself. I love myself. Wow. I've done the journey. So now I can love myself. So this is it. So I tell people, where are you on this four-step journey? Yeah. You pick, because I can't tell you where you are, but yeah. when you say the words out, and especially if you close your eyes and you say the words out aloud, stand, put your hand on your heart so you yep. can feel your vibration, close your eyes, say the words out aloud and say all four affirmations one by one by one, and you will know which one makes you feel the most uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, that's where you stop. You'll know which one. You can say comfortably, which sounds like, yeah, I can accept this. I'm learning. I'm on my way. I'm not there yet. You see? So now you become open. Yeah. And you have to be open in order for the universe to be able to give you the download. You've got to open up to it. If you say something that you are closed to, you're not open. Yeah. You see, you close off. I love myself. No, I don't. So now you're closed. Yeah. Wow. And then the trust and surrender piece is so important. Right? Absolutely. Um, we hiked into the canyon this last week and I didn't know why, but we started in, I was just called to do this, right? It was like midnight. It was literally pouring rain. It was horrendously cold and I'm laying in bed going, oh God, okay, why are why am I being called to guide these people down at like it's gonna be cold? How why am I being called to this? Yes. And I and I I kept following the following the the nuggets, following my heart and going, I don't know why, but this is what I, we're being called to do. And so we did. We all started down 5:30 a.m. It was snowing. It was 40 mile, 40 plus mile an hour winds. I think it was actually even more than that, to be honest with you, um, and a little drizzly. And it was amazing at the same time. It was the most magical moment. Like I can imagine. It was, yeah. it was so magical. And, you know, we started hiking down and we, it was, it was also cold, right? But we did it. We were doing it. And I kept thinking, okay, what is the magic that we are stepping into? And we turned this one corner, Zara. It was the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. I have never witnessed a sunrise. Like I witnessed with this group when we got down to the spot and I all of a sudden looked up and everybody was laughing because I was the first one I was, I was guiding because I wanted to make sure the trail was, you know, okay to, to and that we weren't going to be hitting anything that shouldn't be there that we didn't want to step into. And that was the first time where I literally went, 
oh my gosh, that was another moment of this is why we do what we do, right? Um, it was phenomenal. The most phenomenal sunrise in the Grand Canyon that I've ever witnessed. Wow. Turning the corner. And I was like a little kid again. This goes back full circle into, I felt that little child within me coming up that loved the awe and the wonder and healing through that. And it was this, because we heal through awe and wonder. We heal through manifestation yes. as well, because there's so much awe and wonder in it, right? When we're not closed off to it. And so turning the corner and witnessing the most amazing sunrise. And then me turning into the little giddy girl that I do. Cause I really do turn into the little giddy girl. <laughs> I really do. And everybody else. I remember hearing the women coming down the trail and witnessing my them witnessing my on wonder of the little girl coming up. And I talked to them about that. Let your child come out and play that's healing. And then me being able to witness them then doing the same thing because they're given permission through mirror actions. And I mean, it was like freaking magic that we got to actually stand in. And on top of it, there was the most amazing rainbow that also came out from that moment. And so sometimes you got to walk through the darkness and the cold and the wet and the snowy, and you don't even know why you're doing it. That's right. That's the trust and the surrender to witness this amazing, magical universe. Exactly. You have to say to yourself, there's a reason. I can't see it just now, but there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah. There's, there's a reason. Trust and surrender. And then the third word that we used on this retreat was worthiness. And I kept saying, you know, it just kept coming through for me. I was like, it's trust, surrender with this group and it's worthiness. You are worthy of trusting and surrendering to the magic of what is available to you at your freaking fingertips every day. Amazing. Uh, I can feel your vibration there. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I can too. It's, it's, it was an absolute miraculous five days. Um, and, uh, and I'm just so grateful. I think that, you know, that's the other piece to it is I'm so freaking grateful to be doing this work and then to be able to sit with you and have these conversations that others need to hear. Right. It's amazing. I just love what the internet has created so many opportunities for all of us, right. To reach yeah. people all over the place and all the people like you yourself who are hosting podcasts and, you know, yeah. getting it out there. It's amazing. It's lovely. Yeah, it's just incredible. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners regarding, because I know we're coming up on time, um, regarding uh, manifestation of the law of attraction, anything that you feel that we haven't touched on that needs to be brought in? I want to say <laughs> touched that on a lot. <laughs> we touched on a lot. Um, don't use it to get something. Yeah, thank you. Use it only to find peace and joy. And then everything else I want to say is a byproduct. Mm -hmm. The manifestations are not the main event. They are the byproduct yeah. of the joy of the peace within. If you make them the main event, then you actually miss the main event. Mm. Because the main event is the joy and the peace within. Yes. yes. Everything else is the byproduct. Everything else is the byproduct. So it's a beautiful byproduct too, by the way, when you live one. It is absolutely. It's a beautiful byproduct. It is. And it, you know what? The the benefit of the byproduct is that it tells you that you're doing it right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? That's and the benefit of the byproduct. Yeah. So 
uh, like many people, I also started on law of attraction to manifest things. But then I realized that was counterproductive to what I wanted, because when you do it that way, that's when you have attachment to the outcome Mm -hmm. and attachment to the outcome is the biggest stumbling block in making it work. Because we don't even know what the outcome is, by the way. We have this like thought, like it needs to be like that, right? We think, oh, it needs to be like that. When in reality, we're not in charge of any of this. (laughs) If anybody, if anybody just wants to know that you're not in charge of any of it. Exactly. Exactly. And it can be so much better than anything you have imagined. If you just give up control, you get control by giving up control. 100%. (laughs) hundred thousand percent. Oh my gosh. I love you. Like you're like my soul sister. <laughs> I love you too. It's really good connecting. Oh, it's so good connecting. Um, can, okay. So let's have everybody let us, uh, could you share with everybody where they can find you? Sure. Um, book and all the things, all the things coming up. So my, my handle across all social media is Z Mahoon. So Z-M-A-H-O-O-N. That's my website, zmahoon.com. Facebook is Z Mahoon. Instagram is Z Mahoon. It's Z Mahoon. And all my books, I have, I have, people say, have you written? No, I haven't written. I have flowed 12 books. I have flowed 12 books. I love this. I have not written them because it was funny when you said, I don't remember what I wrote because I don't remember what's in those books. Listen, I literally (laughs) go back and read my own book. I literally do this. Like I was on the retreat this last time and I went, damn, this is good stuff. Exactly. Everybody was laughing and I'm like, no, no, don't laugh. This is really, truly what happens. (laughs) Exactly. I totally get what you're saying because I have that experience as well. I'll pick up one of my own... And sometimes people come up and they say, oh, you wrote that in your book. And I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> did I? I don't remember. I think that that's actually, <laughs> oh, that's so classic. Right? There are times that I actually have to go back and reread before yes. I teach because I'm like, I know I wrote this and I know I know this. Exactly. And I, I don't remember exactly how I stated it. Totally get it. Oh. <laughs> So that I just consider myself as the conduit for the universe to convey what it wants to convey. I didn't create the information. I just flowed it. Right. Right. I just live it. Like that's what I was saying. I just live it. But That's right. I live it. That that is it. Law of attraction is for me, it's a lifestyle. It's not a tool. It's a lifestyle. So my books are all on Amazon and I'm pretty easy to find um, on YouTube or on Facebook. Come and join me. And we can play together. Absolutely. And I will put all of the links and everything at the end of the show notes. People can go in and take a look. They'll find you and um, ask you questions and jump into your uh, Jam Space superpower as well. So I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. All right, honey. We And let's do this again. Can we do this again? Absolutely. Let's do it again. Whenever you want. Sometime. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. My friends, thank you for listening to the Live Boldly podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so grateful to have you here. I'd love to invite you over to sarahschultingkranz.com to receive five free meditations recorded by me or download your free guide on how nature is your perfect healing therapy. 
My site has many free resources to guide you on your life journey, many that I used myself while on my road from victim to survivor. And also, please, I ask that you share my podcast with those who may need inspiration, information, or who may need to hear from others going through where they are right now. To grow this podcast, please leave an iTunes review and subscribe. Go find it on other platforms such as Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please also go to my Instagram or Facebook page, leave a message in my comments, and tell me what you think of this episode. Please share in your stories and tag me. I'd love to reshare and celebrate your healing journey. I love hearing from each one of you. Let's keep the ripple going. It begins with each one of us. I love you. And as I always say, I believe in you, us, always. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.